Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1237-103-7-E-I-Southern-New-England-Sports-Original. Don't forget the Fenway Bowl coming up on Thursday morning, Tim Welsh. 11 a.m. kick from Fenway Park, B.C. and SMU. Come on, Joe. What's what's Joe doing with this music, this rejoint stuff? I mean, doesn't he know our demographic is wasn't born in the (laughs) twenties? Come on, Joe. Actually, Meter requested this one. I'm listening to my host request. Let's give a little Taylor Swift, a little Christmas farm. I can do that. Let's go. You know, we got the we got the young people to. I like Mariah Carey too. That's you go back to the nineties with that one that's played every no, like every ten no, seconds. Don't, don't bring her to me. Yeah, no, bring, no Mariah today. Taylor Swift or uh you know. Whoever. Coach, I can appreciate your affinity for Tay Tay and I will work a Tay Tay Christmas yeah, song in for you. Tay Tay all the time in our house. Oh boy. Tay Tay all day. Don't, don't get me started. Day. Do not get me started. But four oh one seven 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 ten thirty seven. All right, Joe Missoula. I know we're celebrating a 145-point Celtic output last night against those mighty Clippers uh, who were down Kawhi Leonard. But uh, Celtics were impressive, and I got a couple questions for you. One, we'll start with the meltdown at Golden State. Uh, Their insistence, we know that that's all they do is shoot threes, and that happened again yesterday. When they make them, they're great. When they don't, they're not good. And that happened uh, down the stretch against Golden State, but – Questionable coaching decisions. A lot of was made this week on these airways and others about Missoula's OT record. He's winless in overtime. I think this year, four and ten is short coaching tenure. Uh, what do you make of that, Tim? And uh, some decisions by Missoula in crunch time or lack thereof. Uh, you know, I, I point to Jason Tatum again. Uh, you know, he was out there with a sprained ankle. Uh, I think Joe's done a good job. You know, I, the media and him don't have the best relationship at times. And uh, I think it can be overblown. Uh, I, I really think it can be overblown. I mean, they, they've got all the goods and I think he's still figuring out his team. I, I didn't like the last shot in the regulation for sure. I mean, you've got to, you've got to get a better shot and you've got, you can't, 
with a tie game, you can't t- take a between your legs back step back three <laughs> at the end of the horn that's contested. That you just can't. You've got to get the ball. You've got to get the ball going south, north south. You've got to get the ball and and put the pressure on the defense not to foul, and put the pressure on the officials to call to make the call. And and that's on Jason Tatum. Now, yep. if he's got a bad ankle and can't do that, then he shouldn't be out there. Or he shouldn't have the ball in his hand. But I, I, in that situation, I would put Tatum and Brown on the wing and play a two-man game and take my chances and see who they're going to who they're going to double, who they're going to defend on uh, uh, Tatum, and see you know see if Brown can take it to the hole. I mean he. Not many people can stop him when he takes his hole. Put him on the wing by himself and let him go. Just, just make sure that he goes to his right because he doesn't still go to his left, but that's okay. But the thing, other thing was a Steph Curry situation. They, they didn't really go after him. I thought they should have gone after him. But that's, you know, having coached been in a lot of games, that's easier said than done. If you start focusing on getting guys out of games, then you start you stop running your offense sometimes. And you know he's so smart. He's not gonna. He's not getting himself in a situation. But having said that, if he's if he's backed off defensively, he's not going to present any resistance. That's that is going to benefit your offense. So I thought they could have done that. But there's games you you can nitpick every night, and uh, yeah, they got through it. They should have won that game. They had a big lead, but took some bad shots. That's that's the thing. And. You know, when you live and die with the three, you're going to die some nights. You're going to die some nights. And uh, that's that you see all these upsets in college basketball and you shake it. How did this team beat that team? Well, these teams rely so much on three pointer that you're going to have nights where you, you don't make them and then you're going to lose because that's all you know how to do is shoot threes. And you know, I was talking to Doug McDermott about this. Excuse me. Uh, Greg McDermott, Doug is his son. Dougie Buckets. Uh, yeah. yeah, Greg Greg McDermott, the coach at Creighton, when we had Creighton in Oklahoma State a couple of weeks ago. And he says it's it's math. It's it's about math, you know, because they take a lot of threes themselves. And you see that, you know, they got beat uh, a couple of nights ago at home by might have been Butler. I somebody beat them at, at Creighton. And but you're gonna see them lose here and we're when they're, when they're favored, when you think, how did they lose to this team? And it's because they rely on the three and they're going to have nights where they don't make them. They don't make them and then they're going to lose. And, uh, you know, that's it. He just said, that's math. That's math. And you know, Jeff Van Gundy said it well once. And he said, I don't play zone. And uh, he said, well, what happens if, you know, you can't guard anybody and you need to need to play zone. He said, well, we lose. <laughs> and that's what some of these teams are built on and that's Celtics yeah. if they don't shoot the three they're not going to win that's I don't understand you, you, you've said it perfectly much better than I could have about your Celtic uh, take about Golden State but I don't understand we talked about this last year against Miami Tim the insistence on ball watching the ball just stalls I don't get it like they don't move the ball well at times. Like in, at times they they're terrific. Like holiday last night was fantastic. Uh, and I know it's, you know, maybe a lesser opponent. Maybe that's more magnified when you're playing a team that doesn't play it, defense. It feels the like the ball, has... the ball's a little freer when Porzingis is on the court where Porzingis missed the game Tuesday. Well, he's missed a lot. He's missed a few now. Quite a that's, few, yeah. that's, that's our old theme folks. Yeah, I'm going back to that Creighton loss to U- uh, Villanova at home, and then they they also lost to UNLV. So 
they, you know, they've they've lost a few this year where you shake your head and wonder, you know, how did they lose that game? But uh, yeah, with the Celtics, when they get good ball movement and good good player movement, that's when they're at their best because that's when they get their the open shots. But when they stand around and depend on one guy trying to create for himself, that's when they can get themselves in trouble because, you know, those the degree of difficulty on those threes is a lot higher, and. You know, that's when you put yourself in a, in a tough spot where you got to rely on your defense. And some nights their defense isn't good. And, and then the Przingis thing, you know, we all knew that coming in. We knew it yep. coming in. It was a d- danger spot for him. Always has been. Love him as a player. Fit, you've seen him when he's out there. He fits in perfectly. Uh, I think everybody likes him. And they think it's he's great when he's on the floor. It's, they need him. But can he survive? Can he survive the, the the deep path? And you and I have talked about it hundreds of time going times going back to Rob Williams. I mean, guys that get hurt seem to always get hurt. I don't know why that is, but their body <laughs> breaks down. I thought I thought maybe you know as you get a little older, sometimes you you figure out how to you know tweak things and you know get your body right and figure out what works and what doesn't. And maybe why you're injured, but sometimes it just happens. It just happens in a freak situation. I think that's what he's dealing with right now. So we'll see if uh, if he can progress. You know, they got a long way to go to get to the playoffs. Coach, what yes, do you think do. about um, Brown? Um, he seems to be uh, progressing in his offensive play style recently. Yeah, I, I get. You know, I, we've been critical of him before. Uh, lack of skill, lack of the ability to make others better out there on the floor. I still think they can work with him and Tatum together a lot more than they do. And uh, I think Brown is he he's made a conscious effort to get other people involved. I think to expand his game, and he's been good. He's been good, and he's been consistent as well. So that's turnovers you know, are down too. Assists are up, and turnovers are down. No, he's he's better this year. I think he's gotten better, but he's still. The problem with Celtic, and I know, look, they're a good team. There's no question. They're, they're the favorite to win the championship at this hour, I guess. But the problem is they have those moments where they just revert. And I think the really good teams don't have those moments. They revert to what they maybe really are. Uh, Jalen Brown has those moments. Jason Tatum has those. I don't care if you're Jason Tatum or if you're Nemius Cater, who should be playing more, oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't get that either. And I'm not saying he's the missing link, but that guy needs to play a little bit more. Uh, you saw that yesterday with a double-double, 14 and 12, and good for Brad Stevens for finding him. No one knew who the heck he was. And now he looks like he's going to give them some some, uh, you know, some production off the bench, which they desperately need. That's the one thing, and Gary Washburn wrote about it today. That's the one thing that Celtics, and you could, there's probably 10 teams that could say the same thing. You need better bench scoring production. And I'm not sure Kata's going to give you 10 points a night, but they've got to find a guy that can give them better production off the bench. we got to go to the phone lines. First caller on a Christmas Eve morning, Bob in Cumberland wants to talk some Friars basketball. Good morning, Bob. Yes, happy holidays to everyone. And uh, yesterday, a star was born, Devin Carter. Not that he hasn't been born already, but he made me proud to be a PC fan again and he was stunning and he has been a momentum shifter for that team and uh he scored 10 points in overtime and uh him and Oduro just you know took 
PC on their back, and they came back from a, a, net, a near loss, and it was uh, tremendous. But Devin Connor's been like that all year. He's led the team in rebounds. He's led the team in block shots at 6'3". He plays like 6'6", and he refuses to lose, and he has no fear against anyone he plays. So that gives me faith that the Friars will get to at least the elite, uh, uh, I actually, Sweet 16. I think they'll get two wins, at least. Well, they're good. They're good. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I, I like their team from the from the tip this year. And Kim English, when you bring in two players from George Mason, Josh Aduro and and Ticket Gaines, you you wonder if they're how they're going to excel. I mean, you, they're a team. They they won 22 games or three games in the Atlantic 10, but the Atlantic 10 is last year was not very strong and their numbers were good, but I hadn't seen much of them, but they fit in perfectly. They're exactly what they need. They have, they have, Oduro was terrific yesterday as well. And then ticket gains was the big shot. And now also ticket gains took a charge late in that game, which was huge. Uh, I think we believe it was a tie game at the time and just took a charge. He sold the call right in front of the officials and it was great, great defensive play. And, They've got a good unit. They've got a good uh, cohesive group. And the only thing with them is they, they sometimes they they rely on the three two and, and they, they don't sometimes they're good shooters, sometimes they're not. But yesterday they did it with toughness and defense and heart and they wrote a guy who said, I'm the best player on the floor and I'm taking us home, Devin Carter. Oh, that's clearly uh Carter, as you said, one of the top five players in college basketball. Quite a Definitive statement from one Tim Welsh, but that's yeah, I'm uh, staying with it. You know, five top five, top ten, whatever you want to say. He's he's he has been as good as anybody I've seen in the country. Anybody. What about his offense, though? His offense is much improved as a three point shooter. Uh, he's before it took him a while to get his shot off. He was basically a standstill shooter. Now he can yeah. shoot off the dribble. Uh, he's a guy that. Can make plays off the bounce now. He's a quality passer. As Bob just mentioned, <laughs> blocking shots. He's got, you know, he's 6'3, but he plays like he's 6'7 because he's got long arms and he uses them. Some people that have long arms don't know how to effectively use that wingspan, but he does. He is. He's a hard, I, I got to tell you, when you game plan against him, I don't know how you game play against him. You, if he's defending you, you're in for a long night. You're in for a long night. Could, and, could be uh, that type of year against a lot of opponents in the Big East facing Devin I, Carter. I forget, I forget the I forget the guard from Baylor's name, but the, a few years ago Baylor had a terrific guard, kind of like Devin Carter, and they his nickname was Off Night because whoever whoever he was guarding was going to have an off <laughs> going to have an off night, and that's 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 pretty much what Devin like Carter is. He, I don't know if he has an in-house nickname except uh, Superstar. You should give him that one. Call Arthur Parks at Providence. Call him. Well, off you know he, the other part about him is that he plays so hard, and without a lot of this just ridiculous emotion that you see sometimes from these players thumping their chest and all this other stuff because they want everybody to see see them. He doesn't do any of that. He just plays, plays the game. Of course, he's a son of an NBA player, an NBA coach, so he was yeah. brought up the right way. And he's just, he's amazing. He's an amazing player. I just, 
he's my favorite player to watch in college basketball. I mean, I love Tyler Kolick too from Marquette. And, uh, you know, he did a great job on Tyler Kolick earlier, earlier this that, week. That's a game we haven't even talked about. That was an outstanding game for Province. And uh, Kim English certainly had his way with uh, Shaka Smart in that one. We got to take a timeout. Yeah. Karen Garrigian coming up at 8.05 from Mass Live. We'll dive into the Patriots as they take on the Broncos tonight. He's Welsh. I'm Mita Perel. Mita and the coach. Sports Radio, WEI, 103.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.